Cool. How are we doing, guys? So I hope everyone is good. Um, so as um, people that are following us will probably know that at the end of the year, we've got um, a seminar forming for guys, the Elite Movement Seminar, um, where we're going to be bringing together a collective of men who are really ambitious and really looking to um, reach their potential and, and beyond in their career, in their health, in their relationships and personal development. Um, and we're really excited to bring three guests in. And today I'm going to interview uh, the first of those guests, who who is um, a friend of mine as well as being um, a fellow peer in a mastermind. Um, and we got to know each other over the year, over must be about a year and a half, probably a year and a half. Um, we're going to look forward to doing some business together in the future. And I thought that with what we're doing right now, um, I wanted to introduce Hayden um as uh, as somebody who's got so much to offer for those people that are looking to upscale their skill set like professionally and personally i think there's a lot of value there to be had so first of all welcome hayden thanks james really good to be with you uh welcome everyone uh, great to be on your show thanks for inviting yeah. me anytime it's really good so um you know like we, we've spoken a lot anyway over over the years about um showing up in performance and mixing work-life balance and getting the most out of ourselves right yeah. so I think before we start sort of diving into that and we obviously don't want to give too we, we obviously we want to skin the surface and so you can give people a flavor of what you're going to talk about yeah. can you give people a bit of a background about who you are what you do yeah, totally. So, um, uh, so Hayden Brat, um, I am the leader that has um, helped people to build their business. So we've got a real strong belief that people build businesses. And my background is I have worked in the learning space in large corporates uh, for around about 20, 22 years of my life. Um, uh, and what I mean by learning space, I used to be the head of learning um, for various big, big organizations. So responsible for training and skills development. And then eight years ago, I left the corporate world and set up my consultancy mindset leadership. Uh, and I say we are, we help leaders to develop their ability to perform at their absolute best. And as you say, it is that thing around personal performance and also their teams. Um, and it, everything we do is based around kind of habits. And, 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 and that's kind of what I'm going to talk about when I come to your uh, your event. But yeah, for me, I've just had a real desire to want to understand how do humans perform at their best? And it's the, it's been a kind of a my cause in, in life is to find out how can we unlock the very best in how people perform uh, at an individual level. And that's the thing that I kind of really geek out on and all the reading I do and the research I do is all about how do we get people to be their best as, as human beings. Um, so that's why we connected so strongly given see all the work that you do helping, helping them yeah. do that. So yeah. that's, that's Yeah, fun. definitely. It's, it's fascinating. It's, I, I find it quite fascinating. We talk about this on the mastermind we go on. I think about human behavior and, and, and what drives us to to be more than just, I guess, average, right? Mm -hmm. Just like, you, you know, your everyday kind of, let me just get through it. Let me just scrape through it. Let me just fire fight. Let me just, 
let me just see how it goes rather or versus that guy or woman that is like, I'm hungry for more. What can I do? How much can I reach? What, like, where can I get my career? How can I get my health goals? How can I get my family goals? Right. Um, in your experience, obviously, I don't want to go too much and, and ruin your yeah. presentation that you're going to do. What, what do you kind of think is that standout quality for somebody who is looking to like, yeah, go above and beyond in that level? Yeah, well, so the reason why I call my business mindset right from the outset was because it is the quality of our thinking. If you look at high performance it's not about the amount of effort people put in. And, and yes, you have to work hard, but working hard is a given. When you get to high performance disciplines, working hard is a given. Yeah. Where What the difference is, is the quality of people's thinking. And so the mental frameworks and the work that we do on our, our approaches to how we engage mentally with the life around us. And, I, and when I'm talking mentally, I mean our emotional connection, of our rational thinking but it's those inner frameworks that for me mark out the difference between somebody who is a good performer to somebody who is in that kind of elite high performance space is they yeah. think in a different way do, do you think that is uh acquired naturally or is that something that has to be continuously worked at is are there some people that are just gifted or is this is this something that takes time in your experience having worked with like many professionals along the line what do you think what would your experience tell you it's definitely something we learn definitely we something we we have to develop in and it is an ongoing continuous process it's not something yeah. that you ever get to a to an end point and say i'm done I think you're always working on it, right? And and this is, I think, one of the standouts is, are you somebody who is continuously looking to learn and grow? Are you somebody who is always reflecting on how you're approaching situations? Yeah. Be able to then think about how could I improve? What could I do differently? Where are the, I know you talk a lot about the 1%. What are the 1% in the way that I can operate that will give me that edge that's going to enable me to just be be better? Um, yeah. so I think it's an ongoing process. I think, yes, some people have some natural aptitudes, uh, but everybody, and, and I've seen people who have come with mindsets that you would argue were not conducive to high performance, who've been yeah. able to grow and develop those those mindsets. And again, I can just talk about myself. I was, you know, been through life when I was suffering from anxiety and, and panic disorder and was quite debilitating. It was only through working on my own mindset that I a came through that and now can help other people to to thrive in in consequential environments. So it's definitely something you can develop no matter where you are right now. Um, well, so we talk about it, that the hardest thing is being consistent in 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 indeed in self development in self learning. In your opinion, like um, what do you think stops that consistency for for professionals? Um, who are trying to improve the way that they show up, not just in the workplace, but outside of that workplace. Yeah, I think the the biggest one, uh, and everybody will say it is time, but I think it's the busyness of life. It's the busyness and the distractions. And yeah. the, you know what? One of my candid phrases is, "Busyness is not good for business." Right. So it's this: if I've got a busy mind, if I'm filling my day with stuff if I'm distracted, if I don't yeah. have focus, then I can't possibly take the space to create the quality thinking. 
and the consistency yeah. of then showing up. And I think that is the number one barrier that people have, which is how are they organizing their life to enable them to have the space and time to do quality thinking? Yeah. So it's like, it's almost creating pockets of like an environment pocket, isn't it? Where you kind of go like, right, I'm just going to take 15 minutes out here just to take a knee, just kind of write down some of the things that were overwhelming me at the minute. Why am I getting pulled to go and do this job when I said I was going to do this job? Um, and I, I, I think that's something that I am working on myself personally. It's kind of like you you can be working on a job and then suddenly in your brain, something can, oh, I've got to do that. I've, and then your brain automatically wants to go and do that right away, doesn't it? It's like, and then suddenly you're being pulled away from what you said you were going to do. And then suddenly you've gone from having one clear job to maybe three and then at the end of the day, never really ever achieving anything and have these three half cups, right? These three cups half full yeah. and not actually really have having achieved it. I've, 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 part of my review, my, my review at the end of each day is quite simple. And it's like, have you achieved anything today? Like, have you moved forwards today? And it can be as simple as that, can't it? And then that, okay. And well, why haven't I? Oh, well, I've been firefighting. Um, uh, I was talking to another business owner and we were talking about making or creating a million pound business. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about, um, I think it was to, I think it was to my elite man mastermind. So, yep. so like our business owners and leaders mastermind. And we were talking about like to, to make that million pound business. One of the main things that you have to do is being in a rhyme, being in an, uh, in, in uh, an environment that allows you to grow to a hundred million. So for example, like me working in this house with a two-year-old running around and a wife that likes to talk to me and yep. people knocking on my door, just like before we started this podcast, like I'm not setting myself up to win here. And one of the things I've recognized is I am not setting myself up to win in this in, in here. And it's nice working from home. I love, but I, what I've got to do is I've got to go over to the next town, to the community office yep. where no, there are no distractions, where I go there and go, these are the things that I like. And then suddenly you 10x your product productivity right you 10x the way that you show up the next level of thinking and environment dictates that success which would you agree yeah I, I, so I, I talk about kind of five pillars of it and environment is absolutely one of them so there's the physical space and again i know you do tons of work in that so how do i set myself up physically to, to be able to perform at my best because if i'm not healthy and well physically my thinking is going to be out yeah. Then the mental stuff. How do I work on my mental practices? Do I actually put in place practices and routines that help me to think well? So, you know, just your simple reflection at the end of the day is a practice. Yeah. So many people don't do. Yeah. Right. That they miss out on. So there's that one. Yeah. There's the emotional side. And again, you talk a lot about those elements as well. So there's that kind of how centered am I emotionally? What are my relationships like? What are the people I've got around me? My inner circle that can support me. Yeah. Financial. Am I in a good place financially? You know, we know that finance is the second biggest stressor in the world behind workplace. So if yeah. you're struggling financially and it's not, it's not about how much money I've got or how little I've got. It's my relationship with money. What is yeah. my relationship with money like? Does it consume me or do I see it as a tool that enables my, my lifestyle? That's right. And then the final one is the environment. What What is the space I'm setting myself up for? So to be a high performer, you've got to get those five pillars right. And if any of those pillars aren't quite in the right space, you're always going to have the the distractions, the challenges, the the things that are going to um, mean that you are operating at a kind of suboptimal level because it is impacting you. So that those are the things that I always start with, with the mm-hmm. leaders I work with is 
get those five pillars right. Yeah. And at least you give yourself a chance of being high performance. 100%. Those five pillars aren't in place. You've got no chance of hitting high performance. So I think on a presentation, you're going through these, aren't they, with, with, with on, in a little bit more detail in how to go about them. Yeah, so, so the, those are the five fundamentals. And then I'm going to take people through the, the six habits. So I wrote my, um, my first book in 2018. And as part of that book, I wanted to really dig into what creates high performance in humans. What, what are the consistent themes that in all the research or the people I was involved with or the um, watching senior leaders and how they performed, I was kind of looking for what, what were the secret to, to their performance? Yeah. And I just identified six core habits that for me consistently show up for people who are performing at elite levels, whether that be military, like your background, yeah. whether that be sports, whether that be in business, whether that be in the arts. And so that's what I'm going to take people through. What are those six habits that we've um, identified uh, and how can we then start to practice them? So, um, we're going to talk about the book like when we do the lead up to it. So I'll, I'll give people the li- link to the book. So what is the name of the book and what, what, what was the passion behind the book? Like what made you want to get that book out there? Cause I think about like when I did my book, I just kind of wanted to put my message in a book to say that, you know, this, and, and it has evolved since 2017. Like, yeah. God, I can't even believe it's been six years since I've released that book. Just thinking about it, <laughs> the power of reflection, but yeah. Like what, you know, I, I just wanted to have a generalized message for at the very basic level for waking guys up. You know, I think like six years ago, my mission back then was like, lads, wake up. Right. It's evolved to now to be like, let's show up at high performance. Right. So let's go through that whole process, that whole circle, show up as an elite operator. For, for you, what was the motivator for the book? So there was there was a, there's two really. So the first was I've got this genuine belief that everybody should have the right to do a job they love and get paid for it. Okay. Right. And we know that one of the biggest challenges with that kind of goal is leadership. Because most people say they leave a bad boss rather than a, than a company. They, they, you know, the impact of a, of a line manager on yeah. individuals feeling about their own job is one of the biggest detractors from that, that kind of goal. So, Without having that belief that everybody should have that right, I wanted to make a difference in terms of the way people lead, which is why I then wanted it. Okay, how do we create a model that can support leaders to become better leaders so they can have a bigger influence on those people? And for me, it's that if I lead you better and you're a member of my team, I'm not just impacting you, but I'm also impacting your family. I'm impacting everybody around you because you're going home happy, yeah, loving your work. That means you're much more satisfied. You've probably got a better relationship with people around you because you're joyous and full of, full of passion for what you do versus turning up, doing a job you hate, working for a boss you hate, and the knock-on impact that has then for yeah. other people around you. So, so that was kind of the real core of it. And then sitting within that was... I don't believe or I believe that every business on the planet is actually built by relationships. So how do we create the skills to build really powerful relationships yeah. and to make it simple? I wanted to, to, to create a, a system that actually anybody could apply, whether you were just starting out in your leadership career or whether you'd been a CEO from a, you know, a massive organization yeah. for 20 years. I wanted to give people simple things that they could take away and, and do. I love that. And how long did it take you to write? uh it took me about six months in the um so once i decided to do it um yeah. i just then yeah 
got it down and, and smashed through it. And, um, you know, obviously go through the editing process, as you'll know, is, uh, can be a bit painful, but, um, yeah, got it to a point. But yeah, it took, took about six months to, to release. Um, and yeah, that's been the basis then of all the work I've done since then. It's really created this framework that I operate from. Love it. So if you were being self-critical of yourself, mm. what would you say, um, the thing is that what what would you say the one standout maybe habit is that you're still struggling to nail, or would I you say would you would you or would you turn around and say yeah I'm I'm, I'm pretty good with all of them? Uh, so I have working constantly on all of them. Yeah, but I completely not the not the done deal at all. And if I was gonna of the six habits that that I've, um, that I think I struggle the most with. It will be the habit show up yeah. and we'll talk a bit more about show up. Um, yeah. And the bit is, and we talked about this on our mastermind recently, but the, the bit yeah. for me is, you know, I still, still struggle to see the, the, the level of impact that I have on others. Um, yeah. And that kind of, you know, we talk about yeah. imposter syndrome a lot. Um, yeah. And it's a big thing. There is, I think everybody has a bit of it, but yeah, that's definitely the thing that holds me back the most. Well, so, do you think we fail to see, because I fail to see that as well. Like I, like, I don't know if it's because I get so consumed in the building phase of the business and building that stuff that you don't rec- maybe recognize some of the stuff. Like I, I haven't really put my finger on it yet. So I, I got this, you know, if you do like um, on a running app or something, you've got this kind of shadow version of yourself, which is your personal yeah. best. Yeah. I think it's kind of the reverse of that is we've got this shadow out front front of us, which is the reality of what we're delivering. But yeah. we see ourselves four or five steps behind that because we know all of the uh, we all want to know the mess ups the, the mistakes yeah. the, the issues we've had to go through the things that have failed we see all of that stuff and nobody else sees it yeah so our actual impact is is kind of over here but we see ourselves here we're, we're a little bit like a shadow of ourselves trying to catch up and for me the if i can shorten the gap between the shadow of myself and the and the reality that other people see. I think that's what imposter syndrome is, that gap between yeah. what other people see and how you see yourself. Yeah. That, it, that is the definition of imposter syndrome. So it's how yeah. you shorten that gap. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's it's definitely interesting. Like I think um like I see, I, I, like I've always thought like I, I remember once when I felt imposter syndrome and it was I think it was when COVID came out. Um but I don't I, I, I don't know if I, like I, what I have is a really good. I'd say it was a routine or a mentality or mindset is that like I look at I look at what I do very much like VR. Mm-hmm. We, and, I, and I explain what I mean is that when I put the goggles on, I'm in this universe, like uh, I guess like you and me talking here right now, yeah. trying to bring men together to, to to network together, to get out of their comfort zone, to uh to to build relationships to build confidence that's the whole point of this seminar right so i put my vr goggles on here i'm doing my work on our new program at the minute maybe starting the book on the third book all all of these things and then what i'll end up doing is then taking off those vrs and i'm very good at just going cutthroat i'm done for the day yeah and then i would just go into what i would consider my real world which is being with the girls being with the older ones going to jujitsu going to the gym that that's kind of like my real world and and since I've had that mentality, it's a really it's a bizarre mentality to have. Um, I haven't really felt the imposter syndrome thing, but I think because I'm so black and white and cutthroat, mm. that's maybe why I miss maybe the impact that we do or have for the guys. But that's maybe why it's quite non-emotional, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think 
that embodying your role when you put those you know, as you yeah. wear VR glasses on, you're embodying the position that you have, your the projection of who yeah. James is. When you embody that, I think that can definitely help. And I'm getting, you know, yeah. I'm definitely getting better at it myself. But it's it's the one that I always need to work on. And I think yeah. the other thing is, and I do think this is a real trait of high performance as well, is you're never going to be satisfied. Never. So you're always going to be behind where you want to be. Yeah. Forever. So there is a bit of that. Yeah. And yeah. You know that you'll never, you'll never get there. You'll never cross the finish line because the finish line is always going to keep moving. Always. Oh, well, I mean, we've spoken about how many times have we spoken about that? Yeah. And, and I think, you know, one of the, one of the big parts of being a high performer or excelling is accepting that and using that as your driver. Like I always used to be, well, why am I always use this analogy, like when I was set at the table with Jem last summer, about a year ago now, it must have been. And I went, God, just not happy where my business is in in the last four years. And she was like, the James of four years ago would have given his right arm for where the James of today is. And you just, and it's not even the outcomes. It's not necessarily what people see, but it's the mistakes that you make. It's the wrong choices. It's the... I don't know. It, it, it's, it's the wins as well. It's all. It's everything combined, right? It's vast amount of experience, you know. And as as you know, like I work at a, a, a very very fast pace, like Monday to Friday. When I work, I work and I work at a rapid pace. So like I'm learning, learning. I mean, I'm even chat. We as we discussed, and I've shown you, and we're completely changing the way that we do our programs just to yeah. one program rather than, and then I look at it and go, oh my God, we did the elite 28. We did the elite night, did all of this. And it seems messy customer journey. And you go, just bring it together and create one amazing experience. But again, you have to go through all of that. Don't you? Yeah. And it is that bit of, you're constantly looking at where you're going. So yeah. horizon scanning, one of the things that we talked about as well. So you're always scanning horizon to see what's next, where those opportunities are, where I can where I can advance, move forward. And when you're constantly looking to the horizon, you sometimes it's a, a phrase that I use a lot, which is you've got to measure the um measure the gain as well as the gap. Yeah. We're we're constantly measuring the gap between where we are and where we want to be, but we've also got to stop and look and measure the gain as well. Yeah. Um and I think that's a that's a routine that I I'm better at now, but yeah. I definitely encourage people to do is also you've got to celebrate the wins. Not yeah. not, not forever. You can't dine out on them for the rest of your life. No, that's right. But you have to have a moment where you celebrate the wins and say, that was a bloody good job. Something really impressive there. And reward yourself, right? Reward yourself, yeah. Because otherwise it becomes that relentless pursuit of of the the future goals. Yeah. Is motivating, it is driving, but it can become relentless in a negative yeah. way if you don't allow yourself to have that celebration of 100%. that was that was bloody good I, you know we yeah there. so yeah i agree I, I i really agree um so uh looking forward to the seminar coming down mm. to coming up to birmingham oh, yeah absolutely can't wait um obviously I, I had a little taste of it last year i came to the morning because i couldn't stay for the whole day but i came to the morning last year and really loved um meeting the guys and obviously seeing yeah. what you do it's such a great event so yeah really excited to come and be part of your speaking group so yeah can't wait good man just to finish off can you give people a taste about what you're what you're going to go into i know you've mentioned the six habits but kind of like what do you want guys to go away with um when they leave the ceremony and think about your talk 
Yeah. So I've got a very simple model that we've built in our business. And again, it's very aligned to what you do, which is this whole concept of 1% improvements, the marginal gains. And we know that's 15 minutes of a day. And I know you've done a lot of content recently about the 15 minutes of the day, that 1%. Yeah. What I'm going to give them is six things that they can do within 15 minutes on a daily basis. And it's not necessarily all six each day, but six things depending on where they think they need to develop and advance in their own career to to take them closer to high performance that they can do and apply. So it'll be six very practical, simple things that they can take away. That would be my, my gift to the, to the, to the group is they have those. And my desire would be that each of them takes away one of those that they then start to apply into their own routines on a daily basis. That would be, um, that would be the goal for what I'm trying to achieve in the, in the short talk that I'll give. Exciting, mate. It, it won't. Hopefully, it won't be here before you know it because I don't want to waste time away. But um, yeah. it will be something to look forward to to the end of the year. So, thanks for taking the time to come out. Um, I'll catch yeah. up with you once we stop recording. So, guys, um, Hayden is is obviously one of our speakers here. You've heard what he's got to say and what he's going to be delivering. Um, and obviously, as you know, tickets are going to be on sale from the waiting list, which you can only get the early bird tickets from the waiting list and that's for the first seven days when we launch on august the first okay so the waiting list will be on the link somewhere around here whether it's on the podcast youtube wherever you're watching it will be on one of the links somewhere you'll be able to find it get yourself on hayden's going to deliver a great show he is the most meticulous guy that i know um uh, when it comes to high performance um so we look forward to seeing you hayden thanks again and we'll see you up in birmingham look forward to it